thing that goes along with it. Oh, didn't know that. New stadium. Yeah, this is the top. Up. This is the top. This is the top jobs. Period. A new stadium opening up. I yeah, I mean that's what I say. Once that happens, I think you're maybe reading an old magazine. I told you it's going into last year. Going into 2020. I think it. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's there, if not higher, but it's definitely the upper half of the league. Um, a top five job in Conference USA. We'll see. Middle number six. They've only had two coaches since moving up to the FBS ranks in '99. Although I do think that's probably going to change soon. <laughs> yes, Doc Steele has on the way out. Um, and I thought you know when this league first formed, actually when the Sun Belt first formed. And North Texas had all that initial success. I thought Middle was going to do in the Sun Belt what North Texas did. Middle was going to do what North Texas. I did. thought I thought Middle would be like the when when the Sun Belt formed that first time, the first years. I thought you know North Texas won the league like three or four years in a row. I thought Middle Tennessee was going to be the best team in the Sun Belt when it first started. Okay, now you clarified. Makes more sense. All right. Yes. Number five, North Texas and Seth Luttrell, who they may have overpaid for. I think that would be uh, pretty much spot on. How do you? How would you rate our interactions with him at CUSA Media Day? Uh, when I asked him about Oklahoma, when I remember when I angered him by saying, "Hey, you're a fullback in Barry Switzer's offense. You didn't have to learn very much. I mean, you didn't get used very often." Then he proceeded to break down the blocking scheme what the fullback actually did in that offense. It was a joke. And then when we asked about going fishing, he was very interested. Yeah. Wouldn't mind if you took out the dip during the interview, Coach. Number four, the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss. At one time, probably would have been the number one job. To the top. No, fewer programs have won as much as the Golden Eagles. I mean, they had 18 straight winning seasons from 94 to 2011. You don't fire a guy who graduates 92% of your players. You don't do it. Bowl game Number three, FAU based on potential. Okay, but then that would make the others higher at UAB. So you're going to make FAU higher. That's based on Boca. Basically, would you rather be in Boca? It says it's directly tied to the school's location in talent-rich South Florida. Boca or Birmingham? Number two, Louisiana Tech. I'd agree with that. Number one, Marshall. And now, oh, right, we're going to revisit this in two years when they write it again because running off again, you're going to see Marshall, although you hire a coach from Alabama, that's great. Marshall, you think they're going to take a step back? It's the Phil Fulmer effect. It happens to every program that fires a winning coach. You think this is their Doc Holliday? This is Doc Holliday, Jeff yeah, Bauer, theirs, yeah. Phil Fulmer. Yes, you don't fire a winning coach. No. I don't think you're going to be wrong. Fun show today. Kids, remember, stay off those bad sites. For, for Nick Brown. For John and you can Tabor. visit them at www. <laughs> don't go to whitehouse.com. Is all I'm saying. Quit saying did, the website. I did, I did it for in high school. I was told, great, hey, go great. do research. It was wrong. It's, hey, it's wrong. Thing. Here's the thing. That one's been around. Yeah. I know. You should know that by now. That, that we'll was actually in a workshop that I went to. It said, don't go to whitehouse.com. So I was don't in the, say that. So I was in the, oh, you're right. And I'm in the back of the room at this workshop. I'm like. Well, what do you think you, I'm going to do? You tell me not to do it. So then all of a sudden, co- sirens went off. School computer, you hand it to your buddy and say, hey, here's your computer. You switch. When you go to lunch, you swap computers. And so that way, if they confiscate the computer, it's him that went to the website. 
Not me. Such a brownie move. Brown, uh, Tabor, I'm about to send you the, the video from El Paso. For Nick Brown, for John Tabor, same time tomorrow. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. the reality the latest stories insightful analysis and his ruminations about life and humanity now i want you to think about that for a second oh he'll talk about sports too it's the herd with colin cowherd and you can hear him right here weekdays noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on fox sports radio if it's nighttime it's the right time for a couple of kooky zany dudes what are you talking about it's jason smith and mike Harmon. oh here we go okay that's right. You'd have to be kooky to love the Jets and the Bears, right? Yeah. But hey, that's their cross to bear. The Bears. Anyway, just jet over it and listen in right here. It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. In an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by... O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. It's BC! It's Beck Haynes! It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio! Get up. Got them blowing the eardrums out early, Beck. Not going to lie. Lighting tapes up on this Tuesday night. Are you? I, was gonna, I thought that was a little bit of a mild intro. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, this is our next to last show. I believe this is show number 23. Tapes, you think Beck's been here 20 times this year? I think I've only missed three. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I rode solo maybe one or two nights. I know you didn't miss I missed maybe three. Season. No, I didn't miss during football. I think you've missed two. I think two? you had two nights solo. That's pretty good. Yeah. For I'm the year. Not going to lie. A lot of credit goes out to you. I'm, I'm not even going to tell you that today was a game time decision. About 3 o'clock, I was either going to be here or I wasn't. If I had to go really? to. Really? Why? Might have had to run down to old uh, Lafayette for a meeting, but. Oh. 
That oh, boss man spared me this one. That's a late game time decision, non football season, Beck Gates. I'm not going to lie. I know. But if you weren't such a professional, I, am a pro. I would feel bad about doing that to you. That's true. I'm a pro. You're a pro. Not a big deal if I don't show up. That's true. I mean, the best producer in the biz. Tapes is pretty good in your ass. Y'all would have been fine. Not going to lie. The show rolls on without you. Took me a while to get over that, but I, I get it now. I know it does. I know it does. Hey, what kind of gel do you use? Your hair's looking good tonight. You know, I'm going to be honest. It's hairspray. Really? Yeah. It yeah. Looks good. Yeah. I told you I'm a haircut free agent, too. By no the way. shame in that. Yep, Miss Robin. I already told you. You already told me about her. So, anybody else out there, if you're looking for a haircut, well, haircut I don't like to pay agent. more than like 15 bucks. No, so me just, neither. Me neither. Just reach I don't. out. I'm a free agent. Recently, uh, you know, my old person retired. <laughs> Headed to the 24 world. years old and retired. <laughs> so, to the, to the <laughs> <laughs> Bums, I'm going to be honest, I'm really sad. I'm sad about it, okay? I'm sad. I'm going to talk about it. Hey, listen, changing up your haircut, lady or, or barber, is a hey, tough. Speaking of that, did you see the Chiefs stuff? Uh, no. So we talked about it yesterday in the group text, how uh, was the Demarcus Robertson or Robinson and the, the center out for COVID, oh, close yes. contact. Do you yeah. see why that was? No, tell me why. So they went to get a haircut. No. And the team barber. No. Tested positive for COVID. Oh, that's a bummer. And so they can still play in the game. They need five negative tests, but that's why they're out right now. How mad would you be? If you were just trying to get edged up. I'm saying when you you win the champion, the the, the AFC or NFC championship game, I mean, I would go into like a literal bubble. I would shut it down. I mean, you can't. You tell your girlfriend, your wife, your kids, whatever, get out. Yeah, like, no, it'd be over. Nobody's valeting my car. Yeah, imagine Tom Brady doing all this. Like, I, bet I feel he like if Tom tests positive, season. if Tom tests positive, I feel like it doesn't get out. I'm no, just he's saying. playing. Tom or Patty, they're playing. <laughs> they'll put their mask on and play they're during playing. the game. <laughs> I know they got, I don't know the exact protocols, but that ain't good for anybody if they're out. And it's the last game of the season, you'll be all right. I think it's pretty funny that the old barber got the Oh, old you old know the barber school. feels terrible. They said there were some other people that were, uh, at the barber that were trying – they were getting a shave, though. Yeah, so it wasn't 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> which is the, the it's the dumbest thing. Oh, I cracked And you know up. they ain't wearing a mask because you'd be getting hair in that mask. No, they oh. said that the both players oh, had oh, masks yeah, on while, they, yeah, cut their, they, while they cut their hair. cut their hair. Yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> I know. you got to love it. Wild. It is wild, but we got a big show planned for you tonight. Of course, want to thank our sponsors, First National Bank, Fairway Cars, Dairy Queen, courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bienville Motors, Ball 4 Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. Of course, you can catch us on the Fairway Cars hotline or text line number 888-993-7762. Big show planned for tonight. Dunkin' Dogs. Sweep Southern Miss. You love it. Win on the road, 76-63 Thursday night. I mean, Bat- do we just own Southern Miss? Is that a thing? Like, do we own yeah. them? In hoops lately. In everything? I believe they haven't won in Ruston in hoops since 68? 67, 68. Yeah. Like wow. wow. Now, granted. That's a couple pl- of old co- BTB co-hosts lifetime. Yeah. Right there. A couple <laughs> they, of them. They hadn't played, you know, every year, but... uh. Been a hot minute since the Golden Eagles have came to Ruston and figured out all we got to do is sweep them in in baseball this year, and we can just yeah a little bit tougher on the diamond. They're pretty top twenty five program, top twenty five in the country every year, pretty much every year. Yeah, tapes they're pretty good, aren't they? I mean that 
they are really good. I'd say players. they're the standard bear in the conference. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow's right. I'm not shocked. I knew that. I just feel like there's people out there that are probably shocked. I remember when I played, they had this kid named Walner. Young Walner could touch about 97 on the bump, and he also dropped about 18 dingers a year. Woo. Yeah, pretty high draft pick. He went like the second round. Pretty good. Hey, mm-hmm. got we, him we out of Min- we got our stat guy on that. Got team, him out that? of Minnesota. How about that? No, 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 no. North Dakota, I believe, is where he's from. Got no, him down to Mississippi. You know what? I bet Brett Favre called him. No, he was signed oh. with like South Dakota State or North Dakota State, something like that. Yeah. Shut the old program down. He committed to the University and, of North Dakota. Yeah, and then they shut the program down, and Southern Miss found him. Financial reasons. How about that? Yeah, seven and one record as a senior with a point nine five ERA. Yeah, Did you even salty. have a point nine five ERA through one pitch in college? No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Batted three eighty two with ten dingers. Yeah, kid can swing it a little bit. Oh, maybe that was the senior year of high school. That doesn't matter. It like twenty <laughs> dingers in college. Kid could swing it a little bit. So hey, not a big fan of the Golden Eagles. Dogs bounce back on. Well, after the seventy six sixty three win Thursday night. Bounce back with a oh. 65-62 win on Saturday. Come on, fill me in on Walner. Oh, I, know, I know the stat guy's In 2019, he was drafted 39th overall. 39th overall. Signed for $1.8 million. He ain't hurting. He ain't hurting he up a, there. Yeah, I got to figure out where he's at now. But I think it was in Minnesota, didn't he? I don't know. Uh, I, well, he hadn't played a minor league season, I can tell you that much, because they didn't have one last year. Right, so. you're right. Yep. yep. Yeah, really good player, though, so... Uh, coming up at 6.15 in the next segment, Desmond Heyman, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, will join us. And I have to give tapes the old phone number. Forgot to do it before the show, but we'll have old Coach Heyman on. Beck, if you recall, you remember those teams about five, six years ago, SFA made some runs in the oh, NCAA yep, tournament. Yeah, yep. it was a big deal. Coach Desmond Heyman was the best player for the Lumberjacks. When they made the run. Yes, had a big four-point play with under five seconds to go against VCU to knock off the Rams in the first round of the NCAA tournament. BC, if I was a betting man, I'm going to bet we're going to ask him about that. Oh, there's no doubt. I got to know. That's my number one thing I want to ask him. And he's assistant coach at Tech now. Yeah, with the dogs. Spent a little bit of time in Nacogdoches as an assistant coach after college, but... When Sundown and Ruston, Louisiana start calling, you start trekking. Sundown. <laughs> you got to love that one, of course. Uh, Lady Texter split with Southern Miss this past weekend. Uh, won at home, lost on the road. Also, Beck, tomorrow, National Signing Day. Oh. Has lost a little bit of its luster, I'm not going to lie. Tell me why. Pandemic. Because of the early signing period? Yes, small signing class for the dogs. I know this is your favorite day of the year. It is. You know, probably the early signing period is now my favorite. A little December, a little pre-Christmas B.C. Getting hot and heavy inside the home, drinking some coffee, watching ESPNU, covering the dogs. But, Not uh, bad. Yeah, dogs will sign one guy in this late signing period. We'll break that down at 645. Just, just one fella, huh? Yeah, just one fella. Big fella, 6'6", 330. Yeah, a little bigger than old B.C. and Beck Haynes put together. I ain't going to lie. Coming up at 7 o'clock. How about this, Beck Haynes? Lane Burroughs. Diamond Dogs. I'm going to ask him if the field's going to be ready. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to ask him. What a bold question. First question out of the gate. Coach. Coach. going to be ready. Am I going to watch the opening game at 
Who's the season opener for the Diamond Dogs? We'll see if you know. Look at the stat guy on that. <laughs> <laughs> Southern. Southern, that's what I was going to say. old Jaguars. Oh, yeah, Jaguars. That ought to be a good one. Yeah, it should be close until first pitch. Not going to sit here and lie to you. <laughs> Baseball, but, uh, I, I will never forget playing a team. I'm not even going to remember who they were. They were up from somewhere up north, okay? And Calvary. they came in. They came. No, no, this was – Tech was playing this. Oh, okay. And those – I'm not knocking the guys on the team, Ben, but I would have – they just didn't look like athletes. You know, they, I just I, – I remember thinking, man, they got off the bus and they see tech guys warm up. Wichita State? It might have been. And I was just like, man, how do you get – how do you get pumped up? Here's the thing, though. In baseball – One Maine wasn't – Dude, Maine I, I'm, was I'm, last I'm literally year not going to remember. Would, yeah, that was tech last dropped year. like 87 runs in four games on Maine. I just, but I they didn't look like athletes. I know, but I guess I just haven't seen the discrepancy that, that big in like the physical appearance of the athletes and thinking, I mean, the game's over. I haven't even started. We're so warming up in the outfield. You big get off the bus type No, I'm not in baseball oh. usually. I'm just saying it happens sometimes. They didn't have the dirt bags to cut it for uh, you. Maybe it was the baggy uniforms <laughs> that, that looked like they were 12 years old. I mean, maybe it was. The the schedules that it looked like I'll say it looked like I should have been on the team. Okay, okay, I could have probably walked on. Uh, You were pretty good back in the day in slow pitch softball. Not gonna lie, Ben. I there ain't nobody in this country that's hit more practice dingers than me. Okay, with zero game dingers after twelve years old. Okay, if there's anybody zero game zero game dingers after twelve years old, hit the fence a thousand times, but put me in practice, I'll scare you. I was scary. The old scouting report. The thing that's the so pre- pre- I was a preseason All American basically in practice. In practice, yeah. and then in the game. Well, we had the opportunity today to talk to Lane Burroughs, and I, I'm sure he'll expand on it when he joins us at seven o'clock. He's really, really excited about this team. I know Nick Brown and I were talking, and I think reasonable expectations. Obviously, are regional. Uh, I think that um, this team has a chance to be top twenty in the country now. That's not to say that there's not going to be challenges. They play a really challenging schedule in the non-conference when you talk about ULL, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Tulane, uh, some really good programs. You also mix in the fact that they'll be playing some four-game conference series will really challenge your depth, especially on the mound. But Coach Burroughs talked about today, they have so many older guys on this team that there's not a – there's not a real element of, of having to learn stuff. You know, they had optional BP, I think he said today, from 1230 to one thirty, And he said – I love that term, optional BP. Like, well, what like real practice. Well, I mean, no, yeah. I mean, like it's like it's really optional. No, you better be there. Yeah, you better be there. Yeah, but he said, you know, we get out there and he's like, we're not, we're not working on our signs. We're not going over any of that. He's like, we don't have any new guys. Like, like we're, we're a fully loaded roster from a hitting standpoint and we really get after. And I think that has to be – definitely comforting as a coach and if your older guys your juniors and seniors really show the ability to lead I think that the season I'm not going to say you're not going to lose games but it's going to run a whole lot smoother knowing that you as a head coach doesn't have to jump down the throat of a of a sophomore that gets out a lot you know what I'm saying like if you have older guys that understand how to lead and been through some of the battles I think you, you have to feel pretty good, and I think he does at yeah, this point. Honestly, Ben, I, I don't think it's lost on us that, you know, the, having the season kind of ripped away from them last year didn't put yeah. this into perspective well, a little bit. Well, the year bit. before the yeah, tornado. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and it's been a couple years since it's been uninterrupted baseball for these guys. So to have a new stadium, uh, a season. Gosh, I just would think it would take away a little of that, 
you know, I don't know, the I deserve to be here thing. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. I'm a, no, yeah, like, that's I a good point. Can't believe we're getting to play baseball for real again. Dude, you know? I I couldn't imagine just walking out there for that first pitch inside the new love shack. I bet it's like. I mean, if you're the pitcher, just don't give up a dinger on the first pitch. Yeah, you know? just throw it high and out away. Just hit them. Yeah. Just freaking drill them. <laughs> but, man, it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know what? I might produce. Are you buying me tickets for the I first game? I might produce that game so tapes can be in the shack. Tapes. We could on-site, on-site. We could we could on-site call the game. We might could. That would be Tapes, you got sweet. a mobile studio? Maybe he's got work. one. He's got we one. We can make, we'll it, make work. it work. Let's go ahead, Darren. First time out. We come back from the break. Desmond Heyman, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, will join us. You're listening to Bleed at Tech Blue Radio. We'll be right back after this. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Graduate sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At graduate sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. Sports Talk 99.3. We've got the story behind the scoreboard. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Taylor, joining us on the Fairway Carts Hotline. Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach Desmond Heyman. Coach, thanks for taking some time out to join us tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I, I got to ask you right off the bat, I, I know you played your college basketball at SFA. Beck and I both remember the shot you hit against VCU when you were a senior. How cool was that? It was a big-time moment, a lot of memories, um, cool experience, and, and something I can share with the guys today. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them say, Coach, you didn't play ball 
and all we do is we just pull up the clip and then they give me a little respect then. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And I know you obviously <laughs> spent four years at SFA and then stayed on as an assistant coach for a number of years after that. Before deciding to come to Louisiana Tech, how difficult was it for you uh, to leave an SFA program that you had been with for so long? You know, SFA is home. Uh, I spent nine years there, you know, four as a player and four on the staff. Uh, so it was hard, but uh, Louisiana Tech history and background, I knew it was good. And, and, and with the program over here, it was a good move for me, for my career, and to continue doing what I love to do, help kids grow and become better basketball players and young men off the court. And I know your, your first uh, year as assistant coach last year, it had to be um, – a pleasure for you to coach the likes of a Daquan Bracey, a Derek Jean. Uh, I know Archibald's still on the team this year, but really so many good guards uh, within this Louisiana Tech program. Oh, yeah. Uh, like you said, it was an experienced group, an easy group to coach from development, uh, guys understanding the game and, and passion and want to win. So it was easier for me. that They helped my transition uh, coming in a lot easier and made me feel comfortable with them. They welcomed me in with, with open arms, and, and those guys were leaders. And you look at the, the position of playing in the backcourt, especially at point guard or shooting guard, whatever you want to call it. We, we see a lot with this Tech team. Obviously, Kobe Williams is the lead guard. But when he goes out and Amari Archibald has to come in and kind of run the point uh, for a few minutes here and there, how much has basketball changed in the fact that you have to be able to play multiple positions in the backcourt because you never know when we're going to have a team like Tech has this year where there's not not that true backup point guard, so to speak. Well, yeah, it, like you said, if you can get guards that can play multiple positions, then they, they show a lot of value on the court. It's kind of hard to not play them. And that's the one thing I'll say with Amari, you know, like you said, he started at the two for us and then he also played uh, the backup point and, 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 and it's, it's, it's good for nowadays for guards to be able to do that. But for our team uh, right now, like you said, when Kobe, Kobe is the head of the snake for us, and it's kind of hard to keep him off the floor. So, like you said, it's limited for Amari to get those minutes that Kobe when Kobe do get out for a break. But um, he does a great job when Kobe go out. But it is important for, you know, you like to have guards that can dribble, shoot, and pass. And, and if you got guards that can do that, they can play all around the court. How has Kobe progressed from his freshman to his sophomore year? Uh, he's grown a lot. If you look at uh, the way he started performing at the end of the season, he just took a, a major jump. You know, um, he works hard. Uh, he brings it every single day. Um, whatever you ask him to do, he's there to do it, and he's going to do it 100%, 110% exactly. Uh, but to see his growth as a player, um, it's, it's, it's been amazing to watch. That's what you, as a coach, that's what you live for, to see kids make that jump and continue to, uh, you know, grow. He got a lot of uh, room to grow, and you can tell him that, and, you know, he's going to continue working. And when you get, um, a, a, like a games last week against Southern Miss, obviously you guys went and took care of business on the road. Uh, in Hattiesburg with a strong second-half performance. You come back with a three-point win at home. Um, you look at Southern Miss and what they like to do. Uh, Coach Conkle talked throughout the week last week about how hard they play on both ends of the floor. Uh, but one thing that really, I, I guess, surprised me uh, with was how often Southern Miss used the mid-range game on the offensive end. 
yes, you know, uh, Southerners, they like to make you work hard on on the defensive standpoint. Uh, they're going to run their offense, and they're going to do it really well. And for us on defense, we told them we had, you know, we wanted them to have them to take tough contested twos, um, shots that we call outside the box. And, you know, we will live with those shots as long as they contest it. Uh, but from their standpoint on, on offense, you know, they wanted to get that ball inside in the paint, and they like to play inside out. So with them taking the long contested twos, you know, that's some things that we can live with as long as, like I said earlier, our guys, we got a hand up and we box out and rebound at the end of the play. And you talk about, you know, Southern Miss and their ability or their want to as far as playing inside out. I think that's an element we've seen from you guys more uh, this season than we have in the past with the ability – uh, of junior down low. I know Drew's really progressed as a senior. As a coach and coaching the guards, how much more important or how much more emphasis have you placed on them to space the floor around the perimeter so that when junior or Drew do get double teamed, that they're ready to catch and shoot? Yeah, see, that's, to me, as a guard, you you would love to play with big, big guys that can score the ball because once they get to scoring, like you said, teams are going to want to double team. And that's the perfect time to, you know, be shot ready. If you go in the gym at night as a player, you normally put the gun up and you shoot. And the one thing we call them is gunshots. If if you're shooting on the gun, it's coming from the inside, from the paint. As you shoot it through the net, it's going to come through a machine and, and shoot it out to you. So those are gunshots, shots that you practice when nobody else is in the gym. That's the best shot that you can get in basketball uh, for a perimeter guy. It's a catch-and-shoot gunshot. So them guys firing that ball out. Uh, you know, they have to be ready at all times because, like you said, with, with Junior and Drew presence down there, it's going to open the floor up. And you look ahead to this week, obviously a challenging road trip uh, to North Texas, obviously one of the better teams in the league, not only last year but again this year as well, uh, right up there with you guys in UAB. But uh, Javion Hamlet, how difficult is he to defend? And is he the guy for North Texas uh, that you really center your game plan around on the defensive end? Yes, you know, overall they have a really good team. Um, they have have a lot of guys that that make that that flow chart uh, role. You know, with Zach Simmons, uh, with Reese and Hamlet, like you mentioned. But I'll talk about him. He's a really, really good guard. Um, plays at his pace, controls the tempo. Um, for us to be locked in, we have to be dialed in, getting over ball screens, making everything as tough for him as possible for 40 straight minutes, making him work for every single thing. And you look at what Grant McCaslin's done during his tenure in Denton. One thing uh, that really stuck out a season ago, and I'm sure it sticks out to you guys as well in the prep, uh, a team that really gets after it on the defensive end of the floor. Yeah, we have to be we have to be locked in, be able to move the ball, share the ball, be ball tough. Uh, we have to break to get open because they won't want to deny the wings, and and then they like the ice, you know, push push everything down. So we got to have have our guys to make the right decision. Um, you know, with their pressure, we can't can't get sped up with it. We have to play calm and under control, and they like to take charges and things like that. So we got to be prepared and crisp this week, um, you know, to prepare for that defense. Tremendous stuff, Coach. We appreciate you taking some time out for joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio and uh, looking forward to some fun Conference USA basketball this weekend in Denton. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Y'all have a great day. Appreciate it. Desmond Heyman, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant head coach, joining us on the Fairway Carts Hotline. And, and Beck, you look at the matchup with North Texas this weekend. Uh, Zach Simmons is a pretty good big. 
But I just can't wait to watch Junior go to work again. He, he's a load inside. I, I got to pay attention really closely to a game last weekend, and I, I mean, he's, he's thundering. Yes. Like, he is, like, thundering when he runs down the court. But what a presence down low. And I'm, and that's somebody I'm excited to have around for a couple years. But, man, he's, he's excited. Hey, you want to wanna know a, a little-known fact? What? You know who grew up with Junior? Tell me. LeBron? No. Oh, oh LeBron. Mm-hmm. Little LeBron. Uh, go ahead, now, that, little okay. Hey, former team's playing in the NFL Super Bowl this weekend. Sneak. Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles grew up with Junior? They are tight. They grew up together. They're like That's brothers. the age difference. Uh, Jamal's a little older. A little bit. Yeah, he's about 35 probably, but uh, Junior's about well, 18. Junior's probably been sitting on Jamal for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. Golly, but that's a awesome. pretty cool story. And that's cool. we got to get Jamal down here and talk to us. We'll get him on yeah, the radio. Yeah, I actually talked to Junior's dad at the game on Saturday. Or Saturday? Friday or Saturday. Okay. And uh, Well, at, obviously Saturday, the Thursday night yeah, game was yeah, on the road, so no I, doubt, I probably no wouldn't have seen him on Friday no. night either. But, yeah, he uh, – he said he uh, he told me a couple things and Junior's enjoying it and listening to Junior's dad during the games, it's awesome. He's a big fan, huh? Yeah. Well, and listen, you you get a guy and it's just like any of our dads would do. But it's like you kind of start limping off the court or whatever. You ain't hurt. Like yeah. get out. You know how your dad <laughs> yeah, always was, or like you you stub your toe or something. Oh, you're fine. Like yeah. let's go. It's like, Dad, like, hey, hold on a sec. Uh, we got a bunch of girls. I don't know if we're going to do that one day. but you know. Yeah, if I do that, my wife will probably have a few words with me. Not going to lie. Oh. We'll get we'll get some sons one day. You think? Yeah, yeah. I think we're both going to get a son next. Beck, um, I'm not so certain. I well, must say I'll just so. say this. If you, I, I hope if one of us does, I hope it's me, you know? Well, of course. Yeah. You're a little selfish. Yeah. <laughs> a little selfish, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, Dunkin' Dogs take their... Show on the road this weekend at North Texas. It's a 7 p.m. tip on Friday night. I believe it's a 1 p.m. tip on Saturday. Of course, North Texas comes into the game 5-1 and one overall in the league standings, uh, or in the West Division standings. Texas 7-3, and three, so they're percentage points behind North Texas. Uh, the Mean Green have had two games canceled, or two games, two series postponed or canceled uh, due to COVID, they'll make one of those up with UAB, who's actually leading the West Division at seven and one. So, if Tech wants to make a run at this thing, make a run at a uh, regular season conference championship, they're going to have to figure out a way to at least split and dent that worst, and then come back home next weekend and take two from the Blazers. UAB, like I mentioned, Javion Hamlin, the reigning Conference USA Player of the Year. A load to handle at the point guard position. They'll use a lot of pick and roll with him, uh, along with the big man, Zach Simmons, and they're going to kick it to shooters on the outside, and they can shoot it really good uh, from three-point range. I think they're shooting 39% as a team, which um, is probably top 20, top 25 in the country, if I were guessing. Uh, Another really quality basketball team, another really quality series in Conference USA this weekend. Again, just want to thank... Desmond Heyman, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach for joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back, be real honest, ain't got a clue what we're talking about. Talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Oh, yeah. Boy, Sneed's playing. Hey, Back from that concussion. Big time. Back from that concussion. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. Be right back after this. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. 
Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! All the excitement of the locker room without the smell. Sports Talk 99.3. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline. 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. B.C. Beckanes. John Tabor. Did you see that the EA Sports said their college football game is coming back? There was a lot of buzz about that today, BC. It says it's going to be a few years, though. Yeah, a few years. Not going to buy the old PlayStation yet. No. Here's the deal. That, I don't know about you, but I, I grew up on that game. Yeah, I did too. And I used to create a player. That's pretty good on He was at Tech those. every year. Really? You're yeah. a Bulldog fan. Yeah. And uh, would, uh, would you know have an unbelievable season oh, and then never win pl- the Heisman. A player? Yeah. Buddy, I created whole squads. <laughs> I would just not. all day. No, no. This hey, is, when you're floating around on a 400-foot warship out in the middle true. of the ocean, that's fair. you've got some time. That's true. Well, I just did a player. Never won the Heisman, and we would go undefeated every We're year. We're very good. And then next year would be unranked. I was yeah, like, I I, it. we beat everybody by 50. My favorite part about the game was you would the end The game up, literally tells Tech, no, nah, you can't. No, but it, you'd either win the Sugar Bowl or whatever, and then it's like, uh, Louisiana Tech has been invited to join the Big 12. Would you like to accept the invitation? I was like, well, no, duh. Yeah. Like, can't this happen in real life? Dude, that I mean, was a- can we all agree that the recruiting part of the, oh, of amazing, the game was amazing? Dude. That was actually yes. really great. You'd play your playoffs, high school playoffs, yes. and then you get recruited. Oh, you remember that? Yes. yes. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I used to do. Oh, I forgot about that. And, and then everybody the would be shocked how I would take Tech. I would yeah. go with Tech. Yeah, you every choose time. your boys. I'm like, Alabama. Saban was calling me, and I was like, no. Oh, speaking of I'm Alabama. not going. Speaking of Alabama. I saw it. I know what you're going to say. Got a text on the personal text line. Nick Saban owns stake in four Mercedes-Benz dealerships. How much of that goes to getting recruits? And do you think if there's an investigation on recruiting at Power Fives, is there worse stuff out there other than some cash in some McDonald's bags like the boys in Knoxville did? Yeah, what I've heard from the the Knoxville thing is, is they just got really sloppy. Like, I heard you can get sloppy and get away, but they got really sloppy. Or they went a little too far. little too far. BC, did you see that leaked video of Saban recruiting? Yeah, what would you think? I was really curious at what he was. It's a good I, video. I, I, I like the video. 
First feel of all, bad Saban's for the kid. probably raging. Is he yeah. mad? I feel bad for the kid. He's not going to Bama, I wouldn't yeah. think. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't see how it got out. Did you? I mean, is yeah, it- like the handler filmed the video with no one knowing and then posted it on his Instagram. What? Yeah. What a doofus. Here's the deal. I was curious how Saban get. It was kind. It was. I guess I was surprised. It was basically like what I thought he would say. You know. No, it was. Like not that I'm a great recruiter, but. You know, just you it was literally what I thought he would say. Hey, we're in the championship pretty every much every year. year. Yeah, we've won over half the times. You know, other coaches are going to tell you that if you go to Alabama, you won't play for three years. He said that's not true. Uh, he and then he the whole thing about if you want to true if you're good. Yeah, if you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He said I'm not recruiting you if you couldn't play. Which say what you want. You think he gives scholarships to deep snappers? I mean, I don't. I don't know. Do we? We do, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Didn't know how he felt about. Deep I just feel like if you're deep snapping for Saban, you could probably also do everything else. You could probably block, you could probably catch, probably punt, kick. I mean, <laughs> you can do it all. There's there, if there's one person in the country that can do all that, hey, Saban's probably getting them. Do you think what's Saban's wife's name? I can't remember her name. Miss Terry. Miss Terry. Yeah. You think she walked into the dinner table and was like, "Hey, Nick, here's your mashed potatoes and greens and your fried chicken with some great." Did you see that Instagram post? <laughs> No, Terry, I didn't. No, I bet you Saban's all over it. You think? Oh, I mean, can you imagine the first? He's probably got a a bunch of minions. The first thing that anything comes out negative about him, he sees it. The rat poison, Ben. You don't think he reads it? Ah, <laughs> Kiffin, baby. Oh, but I'd be. I mean, I would. Not that. Like I said, I'm just. There was nothing about what he said that I was like, oh, that's really good. I mean, I was like, yeah, that's what I figured you'd say. Yeah, but you don't have. He doesn't have to say anything really good. He no, can he say doesn't. literally. But everything. if you're a recruit, I'd be like, hey, I saw it. You said the same thing to that dude on the video. <laughs> Yeah, but he can literally say, like, he can always market his program as the best best thing in all aspects. And, like, it's exactly what you expect him to say because he's right. Especially in Zoom calls, he just needs to, like, you know, ride his hands a little bit and let all his championship rings tink up against each other and just be like, listen. He's like. This is what we got going on here. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, we um, we actually uh, have personalized showers. Uh, we all have our names on them. <laughs> ben, here's the thing. if you're If you're, like. Obviously, you come out of high school, you want to play, right? Oh, yeah. Does does the promise of getting to play early mean more to you than the promise of you're going to get to go against the best competition in practice and become the best player you can be? How many kids are like, uh, I'm playing right now. I'm trying to play right now. Yeah, I, I think that – I don't know. I if think LSU tells you you can play right now or Alabama says you can come and have the best competition, where are you going? I don't know. I think they sell different things, though. You know what I'm saying? And I think, too, that, you know, you talk a lot about, and we talk about with Louisiana Tech, some of the some of the appeal of being able to play early versus not play early. I think when you're comparing a, and this is no shot at Louisiana Tech, but when you're comparing the facilities of LSU to Louisiana Tech, I bet it's pretty easy to get wowed. No, no, no. I said Alabama I know, and LSU. Listen, Alabama and LSU, like you go to Bama, they win more. Yeah, but I'm saying if you if you're if but you're, like if you're, you're gonna play a a year maybe two you're years not gonna earlier, play any sooner at LSU. How do you know? Bang, it's no guarantee. What if Coach O's in there saying, "Son, you're gonna play." Well, then you'd be like, "Okay, Coach, <laughs> I'm signing. Where's the dotted line? I need you to call my mama." I'm just saying, it's a bold move for Saban to be like, "Listen, I'm not gonna tell you you're gonna play right away, but you will pl- you will go against Th- that, the best." But competition. I think that's a lot of re- I think a, a lot. You gotta of- get kids that are instant gratification to buy into the this will be better for you in the long run yeah but you also need to be honest with them and if you say hey 
you're going to play right away, and then the kid gets there, and you're like, dear Lord, he can't learn the plays, or dear Lord, this dude's not very strong. He can't play. And then you lied to him because you told him he was going to play. Been in a well, perfect then guess world. what? He's gone yeah. to the portal. Been in gone a, perfe- to in the a portal. perfect world. It'd be really great not to lie to these kids. But if you don't tell him that, then he's going to walk out and go to your competition. Tell him to see you. I'll beat him in the natty. Like, ain't going to care. Do you think Saban cares? I think he cares about who no. he gets. Yes. Beck. Ben. Beck, you he know, cares. if Saban wants a kid, you know what he does? Pays him. Yeah. 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 You got a pretty hefty penny on that. You heard back. it here first. NCAA is going to be calling you tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tell the NCAA to call me because they got a few bones to pick with them. Hey, Super Bowl this weekend. Who you got? Somebody asked me that at work today, and I. I well, first off, let's I, li- I literally, I literally don't know. Let's let's mention you. There's rain in the forecast. Yes, a little rain. Bet be the under. Seventy percent chance of wind. Predicting about fourteen mile an hour winds Ooh. is what I saw. I don't know if Patty can throw through uh, that. I think Patty is probably used to the wind more than Thomas okay. is. Kansas City is pretty windy. Okay. Also, he's got that sidearm thing where he oh, he's pretty right good at that. Wind, How yeah. about his underhand throw for touchdown? I mean, Travis Kelsey. That's pretty sick too. If I, I feel like they do that about sixty percent of the time when they're down by the goal line. Yes. Yeah, they do. Like just stop it. They love that. Play. They love it. Um, I you know I've been thinking about if I if I wanted to Andy wager Reece, this weekend. Andy Reid says he's got a double cheeseburger waiting on him after the dub. Whoa, countless, countless chickens. Bet he's got a few. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about not touching the spread or the under over and just trying to enjoy the game because I really do think this is going to be a great Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, Tabes, I'm not done. Tabes is over here chuckling. <laughs> I'm thinking about hitting the prop bets. Oh, Tabes! Oh, he teasing a segment here, Beck. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think I want to enjoy the game. I, I do not know which way. I feel like it go either way. I feel like both sides are a good bet. Do you? Yes. I, I think it's going to come down to a touchdown. Mark my words. You, so you think it's going to be a class? Oh, I think it's going to be a close game. So what? What kind of props are you looking at? I don't. I mean, I've. I, I was listening to the radio the other day. These, these heads uh, or tails. <laughs> what's the, there? There is one that's that it lands more in the Super Bowl, doesn't it? I don't know. It's minus one hundred five for each one. Give me the stat guy. Um, there's a bunch of there's a couple prop bets out there that are interesting. Now, last year, what like if there's uh, a the Mahomes malfunction during halftime? Or no, something? there was there was one that was like uh, the Bucks. I think it was the Bucks over or minus nine and a half yards. They were going to basically rush for nine and a half more yards than the Chiefs. I'm taking that over. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's easy. That was one of the ones the guys was like, hey, that's a. That's a that one jumps out at me. Now last year, Mahomes' prop bet Chiefs don't when he when he uh, when he the last play of the game, he snapped the ball and like took a bunch of steps backwards to kill a few extra seconds, and it killed that. He had the over, and then he went back down to the under. Really? Yeah. So in the Super Bowl, they're they're willing to run backwards. A little victory formation killed his over under on his rushing yards. Yeah, dogs. that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it was like it wasn't just like a, a three yard loss. Needle. It was like a jog backwards ten yards and drop back. I'm just so glad I don't have to watch the Chiefs and the Niners. Oh, that was awful. I do not like watching Jimmy G. I think he's on the move. Dude, the QB carousel in the NFL this year, offseason, wild. First off, Matt Stafford sucks. <laughs> Tapes, you Tapes like don't wow. confuse how tough he is or how good he is. It's a little stiff. Tapes, he is not good. They are not seventy percent of his stats have come when they're down by thirty. They are not a playoff. They are not a Super Bowl contender. There's people that are 
literally Who, given the them the, the Super Rams. Bowl trophy for 2021. I can't see him being any think they better than golf. I think he's an upgrade, but it's minimal. But he, uh, it's not worth the value that they gave him. No. Them. I mean, good job. I think good job, Detroit. Yeah, like uh, Detroit. Like, could you imagine being Jerry Goff though? You're in L.A., like pretty cool place to live. Brand new stadium. It's like, hey, bro, we'll drink some dirty water in Detroit. It's like, <laughs> and then Jerry Goff. Like, this is what I love too. Comes out and he's like, I'm just excited to go to a place that I'm yeah. wanted. Like, bro, they gave you $140 million. Just pipe down. Uh, did y'all watch I the, saw your hair did you watch the Hard enough. Knocks with, with Greg Goff? Greg Goff. What former, did I say? Former Diamond Dog head saying? coach. <laughs> Jared Goff. Did yeah. you watch it? Yeah. No. But ah! okay. I, I would love a Hard Knocks with Greg <laughs> Goff. That would be, that would be epic. That would be awesome. Oh, James, yeah. did you watch it with Jared? They made him look. I watched it with Greg. They made him look. Awful. Really? He looked incompetent. Like as a thrower or as like, a dude? Like conversating about football. Really? On the field of practice, he just had this look like, huh? Do bro? you know why? Why? Because he's like that. No, because he played for Sonny Dykes and yeah. they ran about eight plays. I, I'm telling you, it, and I remember reading about it and they saying, like, this has been well, the I'm worst. I'm sure the edit room didn't do him no, any favors. No, this has oh, been wow. the worst thing for Jared Goff. I'm going to go back and watch it again. That, I bet. You know what? He's a. I bet Sean McNett. Sean McVay's Russian girlfriend watched it and told Sean how he's not very smart. You think? And so he wanted to move on. She's probably the real assistant coach. Yeah, yeah. She's Russian? She's foreign. I don't know where she's from. That's a bold statement to say they're Russian. Well, she ain't listening. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I think I think McVay is ecstatic at this move. Oh, he's so jacked. But I also like, it's also going to be very weird here's to see why, Matt Stafford. Here's why I don't like Rams watching the Rams. Here's why I don't like watching the Rams. For one, I had Daryl Henderson, and he got the ball like three times a game. No, they, they picked a running back each week they were going to feature. And it, it was, was Cam Akers all along. By the time he got healthy, he was, hurt. He was the GOAT. But second what was off, the other one? It was Henderson, and who was the other one? Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. They just picked which one they wanted to be good that week. The next thing I can't stand is they run so many bootlegs – <laughs> and and they cross, running them with Stafford. No, no, they're not. And they run all these bootlegs to Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, and they are wide freaking open all the time. <laughs> well, that's good, but my question is, who's going to take the top off? Maybe they'll bring Brandon Cooks back. <laughs> Brandon Cooks. They'll probably draft. Oh, they don't have draft picks. They don't have anybody to draft. No. They haven't picked a first-rounder in, like, six years. Man. I, I, just, so I think they've got their first round this year. Don't no, they, they don't. Know. No. Uh-uh. They gave it for um, Jalen Ramsey. That's right. Yeah. Jacksonville owns so, that one. Did I tell you I was a Jacksonville fan now? Are we now? Yeah. A big, big urban big, guy. Big urban guy. Big Trevor Lawrence guy. DJ Shark. Hey, Taves, I'll tell you like I tell the boys. Draft starts at 33, baby. Draft starts at 33. Let's go ahead, take our next time out. We come back from the break. National Signing Day is tomorrow. How will Skip Holtz and company close it out? Will they close it out? It's a meat on the bones. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be back after this. 
DQ fans, the perfect Valentine's Day needs no reservations. Just a DQ Cupid cake. This heart-shaped cake made with a layer of red velvet cake blizzard cake pieces and cream cheese icing is sure to bring spoons and hearts together. And it's the perfect size for two, having a romantic date night in. So head to DQ and make the DQ Cupid cake the centerpiece of your B-Day celebration. Only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! The perfect station for the weekend warrior or the full-time couch potato. Sports Talk 99.3. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. B.C., Beck Haynes, John Tabers, we roll along on a Tuesday night here in Ruston, Louisiana. How you, you like a, that you, one? You making a bid to call some games? Hey, Beck, I'm not going to lie. That's an audition tape if I've ever heard. You put me on a PA. You put me on a ESPN Plus broadcast. Put me on a radio call. Maybe maybe the Nitzers with the basketball squad. Kramer can't handle it. He's out, too. Hey, B.C. could bring some heat. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I think you need a shot. One shot. <laughs> Just one shot. One shot. I'd Just never get one shot. One shot. <laughs> National <laughs> signing days tomorrow. You jacked up for it. I know you're not a big recruiter. You know, I wish I was more into recruiting. Um, I'm just a, you know, I was telling, I'm an instant gratification guy. So I was telling Puffy this morning two things. Obviously, I host The Edge, Sports Talk 99.3 FM, Tuesday to Thursday. Me and my boy Puffy, Mark Kramer. Um, so two things. There's a kid. There's two kids in the 2022 class. Both of them out of the Dallas area. And one day last week, one guy announced his top 18. Top 18. Hey, bro, you can't even talk to 18 coaches in a day. I know. Granted, you're, you know, you're a year away from signing, but still. Second, there's another kid out of Dallas. So he announces his top four, and like. I, 
you know, it's still 2021 class. Like, I'm not really covering the 2022 class too terribly hard right now. Right. So, he announces top four. Um, Tech's in it. Uh, it's Louisiana Tech. It's Houston. It's SMU and, like, a UConn. Okay. UConn? Yeah. Oh, it gets better. So, that was, that was a shock. The next day. The next day after announcing his top four, he commits to North Texas, who was not in the top four. It's like, dude, it's a, it's a, like, that is wh- such a, like, if that didn't, this is like the Bachelor, Ben. You telling me that you oh, genuinely have interest in thirty-something people? No, no, you know, there's like maybe two that you would even have a shot at. Yeah. You telling me there's four schools? You're like, I could see myself going there. It's like, yeah, right, dude. Four is it? it I mean, still, be real though. Be real. Four schools that you've never visited. Ben, you know, you know. Oh, I knew I was gonna be a dog. You knew you were gonna be a Calvary Cavalier. Oh my god! Just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> All right, so let's look at the eight names that Louisiana Tech signed in the early. Signing period. First up, Kenneth Bannister, offensive lineman, out of New Orleans, Edna Carr High School. Had, uh, I believe, he's the 65th ranked offensive tackle in the country. He had 19 offers. Over 10 were from the P5 ranks. Probably the biggest get in this Tech class. Carson Bruno. If you've listened to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, like it's your religion, you've heard Carson Bruno on the airwaves. Uh, All-state performer. For the Yellow Jackets, will play offensive guard. Aaron Bean, another offensive tackle out of Huntington High School in Shreveport. Solomon Lewis, wide receiver out of Lake Charles College Prep. Uh, Solomon put together a really solid campaign. I think he's uh, a guy that's going to have a chance to come in and compete right away uh, for some playing time. Receiver also held offers from Houston and Miami. Had 11 touchdowns receiving. I think he had three kickoff returns for touchdowns. As well, running back position, Marquise Man Man Crosby out of Hattiesburg, Mississippi, led the country, led the nation in rushing his senior year, 3,700 yards, 34 touchdowns. Uh, You can't draw it up any better than leading the country in rushing. Looking over at the defensive side of the ball, Jaden Burnett, Fort Worth, Texas, out of Nolan Catholic. Burnett's also been on the airwaves here with Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Was named the TAPS, which is the league he plays in. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year in Fort Worth. Elsewhere, linebacker. This might be uh, one of the better players in this class. Dominic C.J. Calhoun out of Brazos Sport. Uh, Six foot one, 220 pounds. Really has the ability to run sideline to sideline. The final guy that signed early was Carlos Donovant, a cornerback slash safety out of Cassetta, Georgia. Uh, how about this, Beck? 19 interceptions in his high school wow. career. That's awesome. That's pretty good, eh? That's pretty dang good. I mean, it depends on how bad the competition was. <laughs> Hey, I've seen some kids throw in high school that maybe you could have 19 interceptions. Yeah, there you go now. No, no doubt. He was a 1A uh, All-State guy in the state of Georgia. So what is in store for the Bulldogs tomorrow? First things first, 
We've talked about throughout the year. We've talked at BleedTechBlue.com for a number of months. This is going to be a small class from a high school perspective. Now, why is it a small class from a high school perspective? First off, COVID gave everybody a free year. So if Tyler Grubbs, 99 tackles as a true freshman, guess what? He's a true freshman again in 2021. Yeah, he is. So everybody had a, a year of frozen eligibility. Tech signed 17 high school guys last season. So you add eight more in this early signing period, you get to 25. Do you want to sign 17 more? Because then you're at 34. There's only 85 scholarships available. So that's just plain ignorant. That's why they're not signing more high school kids. What's the result? You're going to hear everybody say, oh, the class isn't ranked where it should be ranked. Well, I got news for you. Of course it isn't. It's rated on a point system. And the points are on 20 recruits, so they only have eight. So, of course, they're going to be at the bottom. Ain't rocket science. The goals for tomorrow. Demarcus Gordon, six foot six, 330-pound offensive tackle at a co-led community college in Mississippi, expected to be the only signee for Louisiana Tech. Gordon will be here for spring practice in March, have three years of eligibility remaining. Um, we'll see if Tech ends up officially announcing the transfers. Uh, I know they announced Sam Williams, the, go- the offensive tackle out of ULM, uh, in the early period. He's enrolled in school already. We'll see if they announce Marcus Williams, Miles Mason, Elijah Hamilton, and Balin Buchanan. I lean towards saying they're probably not going to. Why, you might ask? Because if you do announce them publicly and they don't show up to school for spring ball, then you lose the scholarships. Hmm. It's a weird rule, but hey, it's better to not don't announce, announce it. it until yeah. they get there. And so that's you know, it's kind of tricky. You know, a year ago they announced Luke Anthony. Well, I guess they had confidence Luke Anthony was coming. Listen, they might announce some of these guys. I don't know. I'm just saying that's the rule. So if you announce them and then you don't end up coming, you end up um, losing the scholarship. So where does Tech rank within Conference USA? Uh, from a star perspective, Louisiana Tech is the third-ranked recruiting class in Conference USA, so it's a really strong class. Uh, it's just not very high on numbers, and that is what it is. But um, like I said, not not a whole lot planned for tomorrow when it comes to signing day for Louisiana Tech. Beck, I got a question for you. Hit me. Spring practice starts. 40 days from today. Well, 36 days from today. Forget the old February only drops a 28-burger comes the days of the month. (laughs) Biggest question mark to you for the Bulldogs? I mean, I think it's still quarterback. I think. I mean, is is Luke's foot okay? He's got a boot on it. When is he good to go? I think the boot comes off in about four weeks, so pretty close to. And then he's going to be he's going to need some time. So yeah, I'm sure you got to kind of do some old movement exercises. Yeah, a few uh, exercises. Uh, I, I think quarterback. I mean, he's going to miss the majority of spring. I'm guessing. Yeah, total guess. I mean, we don't total, know. Yeah, they say know. he was expected back, but listen, you never know. Uh, you just, I mean, yeah, that's not factual. That's. I just assuming that you're coming out of a boot right before camp, like it's gonna be tough. You're gonna be sore. You're gonna be sore. You have to learn how to walk again. You so know? quarterback, let me ask you this: Luke Anthony, Aaron Allen, J.D. Head, Caleb Holstein. 
right now, if I said Beck Haynes, who would you start? Not who's going to earn it. Who would you start come September the 4th in Starkville, Mississippi, at Mississippi State? Luke? Would you? It's so tough to go into a season when you know you have a guy that is probably better than everybody else. I hate but that. I know you're going to say JD. I think I might would. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, you're basically like it's going to be. It's hard to accept growing pains. That's the thing. It's like Luke gives us the best chance to win today. It might be the better thing to put JD head out there. But as a coach, and you're paid to get wins, it's you tough to do that. Player, I know. Yeah. Well, and my my frustration too is, you you know it's. Go back to the bowl game. It's like, ah, you should have put J.D. Head in earlier. You know, Aaron was struggling. It's like, yeah, I get the argument, but, like, let's also realize, like, J.D.'s probably been playing a lot of scout team QB. You know, he ain't been in the uh, offensive team meetings learning about the, you know, learning the playbook and, and his read to us and that and the other until Luke got hurt. So, like, he didn't have a lot of experience as well. And my thing is this, if, 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 Tech goes to J.D. Head. Hey, listen, Luke Anthony could be the quarterback. Aaron Allen could be the quarterback. J.D. Head could be the quarterback. Or the quarterback could be in God knows where right now because they could get a transfer. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, if they decide after the spring, hey, we're not good enough at this spot, we're going to get a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you do put a young guy in there like a J.D. Head, as a fan, let's be realistic. Like, you can't say, oh, Skip didn't win a championship. Like, no, of course he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he did, are you going to say he's the greatest coach ben, ever? No, you're not. Ben, you're asking fan, which is short for fanatic. I know, Beck. To be reasonable for a minute. I know, and then I have to remember that they're all like you. And reasonable is not in their vocabulary. Is that right? He ain't wrong. I'm just doing a lot of wishful thinking over here playing the long game like you're not getting paid to get w's get a couple bucks here and there to flap your lips on the radio go ahead take our next time out we come back from the break lane burrows head coach of the diamond dogs will join us you're listening to bleed tech blue radio sports on 99.3 fm At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. 
so you're getting a stimulus check and tax refund. Need a way to make them stretch? Call Ideal Portable Buildings for a custom-built storage building in whatever size you need. With Ideal, you get top-quality buildings with the best customer service and best prices in North Louisiana. How do we know? Because people tell us all the time. Double the value of that refund with a new building from Ideal Portable Buildings. Find them on Facebook or visit IdealPortableBuildingsLLC.com. You'll hear everything here from trash talk to an all-out four-alarm dumpster fire. Sports Talk 99.3. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Back hands John Tabor joining us on the Fairway Car Top Line. Head coach of the Diamond Dogs, Lane Burroughs. Coach, I know you're just wrapping up practice. Thanks for joining us. Man, absolutely. You guys called me, got in my truck, and took a big swig of water and got choked, so. You got me, uh, <clears throat> I got on the air just in time. Perfect timing. Hey, 17 days away. I know you're starting to get amped up, of course. Uh, practice started last week. I know you guys have been doing some skill work throughout the winter, but uh, it, it's right around the corner. I know you guys are excited to get going. It is. You know, Ben, every morning <clears throat> I wake up, uh, my head, as soon as my eyes open, I wake up and kind of panic sets in. We got to do this, we got to do that. We had not covered the distance. Feel like we're going to open up this weekend. I kind of get ahead of myself, but uh, uh, have a great staff. Uh, got some great coaches around me, great support staff, uh, and our players. Uh, we talked about it earlier today. Uh, just an older club, and uh, a lot of confidence in those guys. And you feel like we're not getting the work in we need to get in because we're kind of all over the map. But these, these these young men are doing their due diligence, and they they take care of themselves and master their craft. And you couldn't ask for a better bunch of guys. Uh, to be going through what we're going through and and uh yeah getting antsy man it's uh it's almost go time and i know you've had a look at that schedule and it's uh it's a pretty tough one well and you talk about that schedule obviously the illinois series gets replaced that was set to be opening weekend but uh you didn't back away from a challenge you get notre dame air force and lsu down at alex box uh the non-conference schedule obviously highlighted with ul lafayette mcneese always has a solid program and then we know what Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Tulane are as well. Um, I, I guess to say nothing less, you're going to be battle tested before you get to conference play. Yeah. yeah, and then you open up league play with Southern Miss, and we, <laughs> we get them twice this year. So, look, I agree. I, hopefully, uh, you know we're going to see great arms against Arkansas, Ole Miss, and and Tulane. I mean, we're going to see great arms against everybody, but that's that's right before we open up league play, and you hope it slows down a little bit because you're going to see some electric stuff and. Like I told the guys the other day, we were talking to our hitters, and I don't know who Ole Miss's closer is, or, but I can assure you somebody is probably going to pitch in the big leagues or have the opportunity to do that. And Arkansas as well, their weekend rotation. Generally, if you're a weekend starter in SEC, you're going to be a high draft pick more than likely and have every opportunity to pitch in the big leagues. So, yeah, it's a good schedule. Um, it, it was made that way uh, on purpose. We, we knew we would be having, coming off a year where we'd be on the road the whole year and uh, wanted to open up our new stadium with a quality, quality schedule, and, and we made it out that way. And, you know, the, the LSU thing was kind of ironic because we're taking the place of Army, and we were actually supposed to play Army later in the year in a double midweek, uh, but they're not allowed to travel right now. So 
uh, we're actually taking their place down there. And couldn't, hey, couldn't ask for a better opening opponent. Uh, Notre Dame get to play Air Force and obviously LSU on Sunday. I, I know you've been asked the question a million times about is the stadium going to be ready? How awesome is the stadium? How much of a recruiting advantage is it? All that. But my question is this. Have you thought about the feeling that's going to go through your body at 6 p.m. on February 26th when that thing finally opens up for real? Yeah, yeah I actually have. That's a good question. I actually have. I was actually messing with the team the other day. We were talking before practice. I said, I guess when they finally open the gate to let us in there, I think we should take a tent and uh, tent to tent. We should just camp out uh, out there. And they were all like, I'm for it. Let's do it. So, um, I think the first time we walk out there as a team to practice, uh, hopefully that's next week. That's what our goal is right now. And I know that's what all the workers and everybody in charge is, is, is gearing toward for us to be out there next week to, to practice on it. It's, it's going to be actually surreal. It's, it's been a long haul and, and, uh, it's been, it's hard to believe that was 2019, uh, you know, that, that all that went down with the tornado. And, and here we are in 21, uh, almost two calendar years later. And, and uh, to be able to walk out there as a team and the new stadium, be able to take fungos and BP and crank up the music, I have actually given that a lot of thought. That it's just going to be an awesome feeling to, to be able to do that. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the four-game conference series and the different ways uh, that you use college pitchers versus the way that you might use a professional pitching staff. Um, I, I know you said earlier today that you have 12 or 13 arms uh, that you feel pretty good about at this point. When you when you evaluate a four-game conference weekend versus a three-game conference weekend, do you try to challenge your arms, you know, some of your, you know, say your top four or five relievers a little more, or do you rely on that depth, or you just kind of rely on some feel, uh, you know, the feel side of things? Well, obviously you need to, you're in a four-game set, you need to get quality starts, and then two of those games are going to be seven-inning games, so, um, you know, it's, if you have a guy that can really, it's a really punch out guy and he's got electric stuff and he can get you some strikeouts, a seven inning game becomes really, really short. Uh, you know, anytime you add uh, two innings to a ball game, you probably add an offense. And, and, uh, I think the, the, the shorter the game, the, it's, it's, uh, the, the, the weaker opponent has the advantage. I, I just firmly believe that. But so, uh, if somebody has a real good, that makes a seven-inning game in college baseball mighty short. Uh, you may only have to navigate that lineup three times. You, you don't know how good it's going to be or how quick. But, yeah, you have to look at it different. You don't, have, you don't worry about midweeks as much. Uh, and, and getting those wins, you got to you got to take care of business on the weekend. Uh, you have to we have a certain amount of games. We have to play 21s that number to get into the conference tournament. So, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with, with, with COVID and uh, now we're dealing with weather, uh, it could be a weekend. I talked about it with somebody yesterday. We could be fully healthy, both both teams, and go in full, fully healthy, and you could play two games. You got weather all weekend, so you're, we're going to have to take care of business on the weekends. And and uh, I think you just you take those twelve or thirteen arms, and that ought to be plenty. They, those guys ought to be able to navigate the four games, and you go for the win. That's my whole thing. It doesn't matter about the next day or the next game. You got a chance to win a ball game. You go for it because you never know what's going to happen as far as weather and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I know a lot, you guys talked a lot about last year, and I know y'all didn't necessarily get to play a full season, but how has the evolution or the the rise of analytics within your specific program, how important has that been, You not, o- not only with the new stadium and all the bells and whistles that come with it, 
but the analytics side that you can sell to recruits as well. How important has that been for not only your pitchers on the mound, but your hitters and the guys you bring in on that side as well? Well, it's, it's very important, and that's the, that's the game today. And I think uh, the job Dr. Szymanski's doing with our pitchers in the pitching lab, we hadn't been able to get in there as much this year because of COVID-19, but just the job he can do over there. And Look, these, these young men playing college baseball now, professional baseball, this, this is how I grew up. This is uh, not as old school as they come, but you have to adapt or, or you're going to fade away, you're going to phase out. And there's all these kids, they, they've – They've grown up with rap soda and, and Hitman and Shocker and all that stuff, and that's what they know. That's what they know. So it's important to be able to do that. I think I think everything comes back around. It's going to be great to have all that stuff in the stadium. And, you know, I'm hearing Major League Baseball now they're getting away from Los Angeles. You see, you're seeing that with a lot of the big league teams. That I've talked to some coaches that coach in the minor leagues, and they're having mass meetings. Hey, we're not going to do Los Angeles anymore. We're going to teach our our organization flatten the stroke back out, like. Line drive, so everything goes around in circles. It comes back around, but yeah, to answer your question, it's a, it's the athletic side of the game is it's where we are right now, and and you better be able to provide some of that and some of that feedback for the young man in the recruiting process. Real quick on MLB, what is your thought on the uh, some of these franchises that are using openers as starting pitchers? You know what? That's an interesting concept. When I was at Mississippi State. In 2012, we did the same thing. We had a young man, uh, Chris Stratton. He was a first-rounder. He's still in the big leagues now. And, and uh, we opened up with a guy named Ben Bracewell. He's about to make it to the big leagues. And he had a shoulder issue. And we did that on Friday night. It was kind of ironic that we did that that long ago. And Ben would open up the game. He could only give us four. And if we had a chance to win the ball game, we'd bring Stratton in on Friday night to finish it out. If we weren't, he'd start on Saturday. So, yeah, I, I – I'm not against that. It's an interesting deal, and you know, obviously those teams they know their personnel a lot better than I do. But I'm totally not against that. If you got a guy that can get you out of the gate, and you got guys behind him that can finish out the ball game, there's nothing wrong with that. Get, give you an extra look, and maybe get some hitters off the bench uh, and get into their lineup uh, and and use some of their players in the opposing dugout. Hey, I'm not opposed to that at all. And, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, the experience you have on this roster, especially a, a senior-laden roster, especially in that lineup where you don't have any new faces in there. If one of those guys, say a Steel Netterver or a Taylor Young or a Hunter Wells, does get off to a slow start, is there anything you change up as a coach as far as moving them around a the lineup? Do you, do you talk to them or you just let them figure it out on their own because – you know they've got 500 collegiate at bats under their belt. No doubt, and you said it right. They, those, you know, I think you got to stay with those guys, and you don't want to panic. And you know we're going to face some great arms right out of the gate and uh, throughout the entire season. So you, you don't want to panic. Sometimes in our game, it takes a little bit, a little time, especially offensively, to find your groove, find your timing. And, and uh, those guys have been in. They've been through this with us, man. They they've been with us a long time. They've been through being out here at Ruston High School through the tornado. And, They've been in some stressful situations and some big ball games, and I just I'm, if they're a veteran player, it's it's hard for me to. Obviously, you can't sit there and watch a guy fail over and over. It's 56 games college baseball. We don't play 162, so you got to win. You got to get guys in there to win your ball games. But I think those guys you just named and some other ones, they've earned the right to uh, to work themselves out of slumps, and maybe it's knock them down in the lineup and take the pressure of being in a three, four, five hole. Uh, spot in the lineup, there's a lot of pressure there to drive in runs, and some guys it gets to, and maybe you knock them down seven, eight, nine, and 
they find their groove and you get them back in there. So, yeah, I, I think you stick with your veteran guys, especially the ones that have been through it. And uh, some of those younger guys, you may have to make a move. And I think it's more of, of, of you go by gut feel and what you're seeing in practice. And a lot of times those, those young men will tell you by their eyes what they're, how they're feeling and, and uh, you can tell by their body language if you need to make a move or not. All right, last question, we'll let you get out of here. I, I got to ask about Kyle Griffin. I know he's on pace to set the program's all-time appearance record. As a coach, having that uh, Swiss Army knife down in your bullpen, he can start games. Uh, he just does it. it. It feels like 35, 40 times a year in a 56-game season. It's like when you get him the ball, he's going to come in there and he's going to throw 83 and he's going to tell you to beat him up, but nobody can. How, how fun is it and how comforting is it to know as a head coach uh, that you can toss your, your senior left hand of the ball and he can really get you out of any situation? No, it's the greatest dude in the world. Number one, he's a great athlete. Number two, he's a competitor from way back, and he ain't scared, and he doesn't get nervous. His heart rate doesn't get up, and he, he, he'll he drive you crazy. I remember one year at Northwestern, he came in the ball game and he, he promptly hit a guy and one two. We got bases loaded, nobody out, and I'm yelling at him, and he just kind of looked at me like, I got this coach, and he got a punch out and double play ball, and we're back in the dugout. So he his heart rate doesn't get up too much, and and like you said, he can he he just plays so many roles for us on the mound, and he never he never says no. He uh, he always posts, and uh, he's only told me no a couple times in his career. And if he tells you he can't go, or I can only get you three outs tonight, or maybe one hitter, you know he's hurting because uh, rarely does Cal Griffin ever say he can't take the ball. Absolutely, Coach. With tremendous stuff, seventeen days away. Uh, I know you guys are looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it as well. And I uh, certainly want to wish you guys the best of luck here in 2021. Thank you so much, guys. All the best. Appreciate you. Lane Burroughs, head coach of the Diamond Dogs, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Beck, we talked about it a little bit. I'm not sure that you could, outside of maybe the senior year with Speedy and Kaiser and Appleby, there's not a team that I can remember on Tech's campuses has had expectations like this program's got entering. I mean, they have a chance to be good. I mean, I'm excited. Like, ben, I, I, I can't wait of, to be back a, in the new shit. We shack. get a lot of flack for picking football to go, like, you know, 10-2 and two every this year. This team's they're loaded. I, I, Lane's done a great job with them. All right. He's, heard hey, he's built a great roster. Hey, listen, every team in the country had the opportunities to bring their seniors back. Did every team do it? They probably didn't. But, hey, this senior group, Wells and Young and Netterville and Bates, hey, they they got a chance. There's going to be some depth in the lineup. You return all three of your weekend starters. Uh, I think Fincher, Fincher's a big leap type arm from the left side. I, I, I can't wait to watch them get going. I'm jacked up, in case you can't tell. I'm excited too. I think this is going to be. A, I think this is a, hitting at a perfect time where COVID's been here long enough. People are uh, have gotten their routines figured out. A little outdoor sporting event will pick the city of Ruston up. Been the new stadium. It's all uh, been a long time coming, and I think people are ready for for some bulldog baseball. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and take our final time out. When we come back, we're gonna put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 99.3 FM. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. 
Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. As much a part of your day as a cold beer in the fridge. Sports Talk 99.3. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Beck Haynes, BC. John Tabor, tell him to put a bow on it. Beck, I guess your 90 minutes of reading is finally up. It's about time. What a long story you've been reading over there. If you hadn't seen the story tonight or today... On ESPN.com. What's the guy's name? Drew, Drew Robinson. Drew Rob. Go read it. It is incredible. Like, it is the longest story ever. Yeah, I kept thinking it was going to end. I thought it was just hit it Like, it will take you a good 30 minutes to read, maybe longer. But it is awesome. You have to read. Former Major League Baseball player. Trying to make a comeback, I think. I don't really yeah, know. He is. But, yeah, pretty cool. Hey, been a fun show tonight, baby. Yeah, next to last show. Next to last show, but it's a little bittersweet. Um, Need some time off. Though. Need a little Rest time the off. Vocal cords. You know, I get the most hype during football season. Of course, I like the other sports. Don't get me wrong. But the off season really gets me jacked up for the fall. Does it? Yeah. So we oh, got to start the out. We got to start the off season. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I got to ask you this: Spring practice starting in what I say, thirty six days. days, forty days, thirty eight days. You coming out this year? I, I know you love some spring, spring practice ball. in years. Okay, I'll be sure. out there. Okay, I like my boy out there. You think Aaron Allen's getting first snap spring practice? Yeah, no doubt. Heard it here first. No if doubt. There's any shot we get a transfer this year? There's Possibly. only a hundred million of them in the portal. Hundred and nineteen. Hundred and nineteen quarter just quarterbacks. Oh yeah. I think Sean Fox said today there's 29 punters in the portal. Oh, my god! Imagine gosh. being a punter and hitting the portal. Like, dude, if you ain't playing at your current school, you probably ain't playing at another one. All these guys that, you, ain't you know, baby barn. all these guys that put a tweet up on the Twitter talking about how they want to thank their coaches and stuff, but it's time for the next chapter, aren't going to be getting a call. They're going to be wishing they hadn't thrown that tweet up. I know. I agree. It's a good lesson to learn here. Hard, t- hard, hard times brings brings a little real world 
reality to All right, them. give me one guest you want on the show next week. Tremont Williams. No, we're not getting Tremont back. Why? We've had him once. It was good. He, he had like a, he got, Before we talked to him, he, had, he wasn't on a team. He was waiting for the right call. He ended up being on two two teams. All right, I'll hit him up. My favorite interview of the year, I think we got to close it out with him. He was he was awesome. Solid. Played two teams in the playoffs, too. I, I saw earlier, I don't know if Green Bay has a GM or not, but he said Tremont is a Packers Hall of Famer. They have a GM. They don't have an owner. Oh, okay. The okay. city owns them, right? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, well, what you doing this week? BC, I'm getting excited. Well, oh, early Valentine's? Yeah. Uh, way early. My gosh, don't even. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. It's a little Valentine's is a little better now that I got daughters. I don't, I don't, I don't love the forced, uh, forced, forced holiday. Yeah, I, I just be nice to my wife all the time. You're the goat, <laughs> no doubt. But with the girls, it's a little fun. We were in Walmart the other day, and she saw one of those ginormous teddy bears. Oh, you gotta love it. She wants one real bad. Really? Yeah. So, you know Dad's going to get her one. hope she's not listening. Have fun uh, keeping that one put up. <laughs> Bigger than the old couch. <laughs> Gotta love it. There ain't no doubt about that one. So, it's been a fun show tonight. want to thank Desmond Heyman for joining us at 615. Duncan Dogs will be on the road at North Texas this weekend. 7 p.m. tip-off on Friday night. 1 p.m. tip-off on Saturday. also want to thank Coach Lane Burroughs. For Beck Haynes, I'm BC. John Tabor, you were fantastic on the board. Yet again, we'll be back one final time next week. We'll see you. Listen for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host, Ben Carlisle. Also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen.